Oren B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Sorry you can't see me tonight. Um, <laughs> my laptop camera has decided to uh, give up the ghost for some reason. You thought I was having a party, but it was flashing away like I was, eh? Yeah, <laughs> bloody thing. Yeah, well, it's actually, in a way, though, eh? when you need something to work, it shits itself. Oh, mate, I know. I thought about restarting the laptop, you know, because they do the old turn it on, turn it off again trick. But, like, fuck, mate, we're, we're, we've got underway a little bit later than we should have tonight, so I'm not going to bother with that. You may just have to look at a photo of me on a trampoline, <laughs> which is my uh, picture on my <laughs> account. Yeah. Um, anyway, man, I only got in literally half an hour ago, wolfed down some dinner uh, that my wife lovingly made for me, and um, yeah. Yeah, now I've got indigestion. That's how I am right now. <laughs> I'm a bit the same, mate. <laughs> I'm sitting here burping my head off. Yeah, bloody oh, late day today. Like feed. 13 hours at work today, so it was pretty full on, so... Yeah. Straight into yeah. it, straight into it. Have you been anyway, 13 man? 13 hours? Yeah. Jeez, what time did you go in? Oh, I go in there, I get there at 6, and got, yeah. home, got home just after 7. Whew. Long day, eh? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I leave at uh, quarter past five in the morning, so yeah, it takes, yeah. takes a while. you got to try and beat the old city traffic. Oh, the joys of living in the city. Yeah, mate. You'll be, you'll be looking forward to going to bed tonight, wouldn't you? Yeah, actually, to be <laughs> fair, I'm, I'm not as tired tonight as I was last night. I was absolutely fucked last night. I, I just had a busy day with the kids because it was my youngest daughter's birthday. And we'd been to this oh, massive yeah. inflatable water park, which is up in Kaiapoi, yeah. just north of Christchurch. It's just massive inflatable obstacle course. Have you ever seen Wipeout on TV? Yeah, it's yeah. a very similar kind of thing, but it's just one massive inflatable with all these different uh, activities and obstacles on it, and it's got slides and like high climbs, and it's bloody awesome. And we were there yesterday, so I was pretty pooped <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, so I went to work for a break from having fun. Yeah, how are you doing anyway, man? Because like all the roads around you are shut, and your main highway up the middle of the peninsula is completely washed away since we last caught up. Yeah, mate, gone. No road there now. Yeah. But no, all, all good. Yeah, I think we're um, we were supposed to be going over the beach this weekend, but no road. So yeah, we'll go, we could go around the other way, but it just takes too long to stuff it. We'll just stay home and yeah, because that's the thing, though. Um, you'd have to go a major, major long way round, eh? If yeah, well, my sister's just got over here from Aussie, so she flew in. What you say the day before? Mm. Um, got in at night, so I haven't seen her for four years. So she um. Yeah, she's up at my mum and dad's, so we had a barbecue up there last night with them. Had oh, yeah. a bit of a chill out, so it was quite good that we didn't go to the beach. Be nice to catch up with her. Yeah, and my niece, she stayed the night here last night, so with, mm. with our kids, hanging out with the cousins. So Yeah, nice. Because here's the thing, like, as if you haven't had enough rain, what is the weather doing now? Right now, if I look out my window, it's the bluest I've seen the sky <laughs> in weeks. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> but there is a big cyclone coming. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's um, not looking too good, is it? They reckon that was a low over the Coral Sea. It could develop into a tropical cyclone and could reach New Zealand by Sunday, and it looks like it's going to hit your neck of the woods again if it uh, gets any worse. Yeah, gosh. Absolutely over a day. It's just like we haven't really even had a summer yet. It's just... Oh. Um, oh, you're doing the bop now. Yeah, my camera's having another hussy fit. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Oh, sorry, for the benefit of the listeners, because obviously you can't see it, my camera keeps oh. freezing, and it sort of catches the last couple of frames of my movement, and it just looked like I was standing there gyrating my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I don't know what's up with this camera, oh. honestly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's get into it tonight, <laughs> today, wherever you are in the world, this morning. Two, three, four, five, down the tools, up the mic. A guy, a radio guy. 
Two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails, and one nails hits. We'll review good beers, and just shoot this sh- We're R&B, and Andy G. And this is Tradio, Tradio. Episode 37. Have you been out in your boat lately, mate? No. <laughs> nah, I think the last time we spoke I had been out. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, not since then. So it's, yeah, I think we, yeah, just before, the kids went back to school, so we went a couple of weekends ago, we went out for a few hours, but yep. the Haraki Golf, mate, we went up there last night and the Haraki Golf looks like chocolate. Oh, yeah, I guess it's it would so too. bad. Yeah, I guess it would. Just with all the yeah. all the wash off, eh? all the all the dirt that's come off the slips and the yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, the only the room of Hunger Bay, you know, where that is up just past Wyoming, mm. that uh, big slip came down there and closed the road. It took them about three days or something to reopen the road. It was oh, a yeah. huge slip. All the fish will be getting lost in there, mate. They won't know where to find the uh, mussel farms. Yeah, they'll have to sniff their way around, I suppose. <laughs> Don't know if they have GPS down there, do they? <laughs> Well, yeah, talking yeah, of the boat, the reason why I bring it up, actually, I read the story today and I thought of you straight away, not because you've done this, but because it's a boating thing. Um, yeah. A fisherman in Australia, he's uh, copping a little bit of flack after he admitted to pumping $580 worth of petrol into the rod holder of his boat instead of the fuel tank. <laughs> <laughs> you get this, he pumped oh, two... I haven't done it myself, but I've heard of guys doing it. Yeah. So yeah. he pumped about 231 litres of fuel before realising he'd used the wrong hole and it was all flooding straight out of the boat. Um, and there's actually a video of it and you can see the fuel just pouring out of the back of the boat all over the forecourt at the petrol station. <laughs> yeah. And all he said on the video was, Guys, don't make this mistake ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a guy and a guy did it in Wangamata one day. We were there for a game fishing tournament, and oh, one of the no. trailer boats went in early. Really, they must have all been half hung over or something in the morning. I went into the local uh, petrol station to fuel up, and the guy that owned the boat went in to pay. He said his mate said, "Oh, I'll put the Bowser in and chuck the fuel in for you, and you go in and sort it out or whatever." And he said he's there, and he did. And his mate came out after a while and wondered why he hadn't put the boat, you know, hadn't filled the boat up and mm. he's still there with the fuel going in and he had it in the fucking rod holder. Oh, yeah. shit. And it was going in, it flooded the bottom of the boat full of petrol. That was so dangerous. Yeah, and that's it. You can't be taking that thing out on the water that straight away. You've got to clean it out properly, eh? Yeah, yeah, so it's a bit of a major. Yeah. Got me thinking about boat faux pas. I remember a couple of years ago, went fishing on your boat and when I jumped off the boat when we got back to the boat ramp after a day's fishing I managed to, I slipped because I was wearing jandals and I remember I, right. I cut all the inside of my fingers up that's on the ear that's right on the um, rocket launcher there's yeah. a little sharp bit on it well there's not now because I Andy proofed it after <laughs> you did that <laughs> I put like a plastic capping on it well it worked because I never cut myself again yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's totally anti-proof now because I have this habit of jumping out of the boat in the same place every time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that one time I slipped right. and yeah, now it's anti-proof. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, mate, I, I'm working over in Hamilton a lot at the moment and I'm driving past the um, the Tristram 
factory sort of thing there would have their oh, big yeah. showroom eh? and in, in the front window they've got these three big tristrams parked there eh? and i'm mm. like oh those are nice boats man they look good eh? they're just big like probably seven and a half eight meter hard tops yeah you know? yeah it's like that'd be that's my dream man get one of those that'd be flipping awesome would you consider upgrading at any point soon or what's the go there Oh, not at the moment. The boat's good at the moment, so yeah, does everything we want to do. Well, you've just we spent... don't get out enough yet. And, well, uh, we're not so much since stuff. I moved away, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I lost my main fishing buddy. So <laughs> that's right, mate. Uh, There'll be more. a bit difficult. But Blake's getting keen. He's getting old enough now, and hmm. he's pretty keen. So get him out on the water a bit more. I think. Oh, that's good, mate. Has he driven the boat yet? No, he hasn't driven the boat. He sat on my knee and steered it. Oh, you um, have to teach him, mate, so that you don't have to yeah, do as yeah. much work anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, the old man's just put his boat back in the water, eh? Because he, um, I don't know if I told you, but he, he took it out of the water two weeks ago and put it up on the hard stand. And um, then the big storm hit, and he was around in Woody Anger on the hard stand. Mm. And um, then he got stuck around there because they couldn't get out. So, and then it was raining so much, they couldn't put the anti-foul on the bottom of the boat because it's, you know, paint and just wash it off. So they end up doing as much as they could and had to wait to get a few fine days to uh, paint the anti-foul on. They ended up being in Woody Anger for two weeks. <laughs> and he just got oh, home the other day. Far out. But, I suppose, yeah, because yeah. you said he couldn't get into the bar, eh? Yeah, yeah. So the boat's actually still in Woody Anger. He couldn't get back to Tyrell because the swell was too big. Mm. And he just managed to get out to get up there. Yeah. So. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So it's quite funny. Well, it's not so funny when you uh, get it wrong and capsize the boat. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why he decided to leave it in Woody Anger and he's just hired a hired a berth there for a few days. No, oh, you're nice. I suppose he's going to go and get it on Tuesday and bring it back. It's going to be a little bit calmer then. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. defouling that boat, she's pretty big job. Pretty big job. <laughs> it was that bad, mate. We took it out two years ago before we did a fishing competition. Yeah. So we took it out, water blast, it cleaned all the bottom, but we didn't do much else. We just inspected a few things, put it straight back in the water. We just got it out for a clean. And since we did that, the anti-foul had kind of worn off the bottom of the boat. So he should have taken it out six months later and redone it all, but it was two years since the boat had been out. And they lifted it out, and the guys at um, Woody Anger said they'd hardly seen that much stuff growing on the bottom of a boat before. eh? And it was like he said they had a full muscle farm growing on the bottom of the boat, (laughs) and they had a little mini front-end loader over there that they used to do work around the site. And they brought it over with the bucket on it and they shoveled the mussels they water blasted off the bottom of the boat into the bucket and they took one and a half of these buckets away of stuff that came off the bottom of the boat. Holy and it was shit. the bucket was probably big enough to stick four wheelbarrow loads of stuff in. So it's a lot of mussels. You know, that was a lot of mussels and shit growing on there, yeah. So You're a bit of a feed while you were there. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I didn't go over. Oh, I was too busy at work. So you missed out. one of Dad's mates went over with him and helped him out on the boat for a few days. So. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, well, I suppose that's a bonus at the end of a busy day's work. Yeah, yeah. The water, the water, that's probably part of the reason it's so stormy up here at the moment is because the water out on the East Coast is extremely warm, eh? And yeah. um, I just saw on Facebook today that there's been people catching mahi-mahi out, oh. out off Tyra and Wurianga. So sure. if you're, you're only- catching those, you know the water's really warm. Yeah, because you only really get those in the tropics, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and they're big mahi-mahi, big like bull mahi-mahi, mm. real big ones, you see. The big ugly heads on them. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful to eat. I've eaten them. I've had, we've caught a few before. Mm. Nice to eat. They call them the chicken of the ocean. Mm. <laughs> oh, I like chicken. You know, in the last episode, we were uh, talking about weddings and how you'd been to one, and I was going to go to one. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. my brother-in-law's yeah. wedding. Beautiful setting, eh? Nice wee uh, community hall, which isn't like your standard community hall. This thing was just, like, set up for weddings. It was stunning. It was yeah. almost like an old-school sort of stable. 
slash hall, yep. if you like. It was just a beautiful spot for the wedding. Anyway, there was only about 55-odd people there, which was mainly just family, a couple of friends. And we were all sitting on the back lawn, which was just beautifully mown. Really nice setting in the middle of the country. Great day for it, weather-wise. And uh, just about to start the ceremony. And then suddenly, in the background, all you could hear was... So then a neighbour started chainsawing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we had to postpone the start of the wedding very slightly so that someone could run over and tell the neighbour to not do that for about half an hour. Uh, They probably did it on purpose, been a wanker or something. (laughs) But here's the thing, right? Like They've been planning this wedding for a long, long time. Yeah. And suddenly, within a minute, literally within a minute of starting the ceremony, this dude starts to get his chainsaw out and starts chopping down a lot of trees on his garden. Choose it away. It's not quite probably the... Probably a good uh, omen. It's a good omen for your wedding if that sort of thing happens. Yeah. Not quite the, the music you want to uh, walk down the aisle to, unless you're that way inclined. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this shit was loud. It was almost like this dude could not miss that there was a wedding going on right there. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess he couldn't see it for the trees. I don't know. Maybe that's why he was cutting the trees down, so he could see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, the wedding we went to was good, but having to lay off the piss a bit lately, I think, hey, just like after that weekend, I was just like, yeah, no, nah, I've been having too many beers again. So, <laughs> as I get older, it's a bit harder to keep the chubbiness off, eh, if you just keep oh. drinking beer all the time. Especially when you <laughs> stop doing physical work like you and I were both doing, and now we're doing literally office jobs now. Yeah, yeah, so I was out on the uh, cross trainer today. Oh, yeah, very so. good, very good. Because talking about piss, guess what? Uh, a couple of days after the wedding, once things had been cleaned up, my wife said to me, oh, we've been donated some Heineken. And I thought, oh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I've got a couple of boxes of that sitting in the garage now. Well, because they don't drink. Well, no, they just had so much left over, they decided to divvy it out, and uh, oh, yeah. I came home, and I was like, I'm trying to sort of stop this. You're on the same, I... um. I already had a couple of boxes of beer in the fridge. And then uh, Chris and Monica come up the other night because Chris just got back from Panama. Yeah. And um, they came up for a barbecue and Chris showed up with a box of beer. So we ended up, sat out on the deck and had, had a few each out on the deck and there was a few left. So he said, oh, I don't want them. You just stick them in your fridge. So I stuck them in my fridge. Now i got a fridge full of beer and I'm like, I'm trying to cut back. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's the thing, eh? Yeah, well, the worst thing this weekend's been shocking because Friday night I got home, had a massive day on the road on Friday and had to do a bit of extra work and stuff. So I uh, come home at the end of the night and, oh, a couple of cold beers would be good. And I had probably six cold beers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, oh, I won't have any for the rest of the weekend. And then Saturday night, Monica and Chris were like, oh, we'll come up for a barbecue. So they, they rocked up and oh, I'll have a couple more beers with you. And then we got invited to my mum's place last night for a barbecue because my sister's over from Aussie. So I ended up sitting out on the deck here and drinking beer with my sister. <laughs> so, it's like three nights in a row where it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's yeah, right. And then, you know, at our age, it really sort of lasts a little bit longer than just a day's hangover. <laughs> it does. You feel slow for about three days afterwards. Yeah, that's right. How are you getting on with the new job anyway, man? Is it all good? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's really good. Yep. It's going to be... Uh, all hands on deck this week because the well the boss and his wife the guy that owns the business and the, his wife does all the most of the office work they're, they're going to Australia for a week because they need a holiday oh, so lovely. they're they're flying out tomorrow so it's only going to be the three of us on deck for the rest of the country so and the other guy in South Island he's going to look after the office down there and the orders and everything and then it's pretty much me and the other rep in the North Island that's all taking ah. care of the, the whole bloody country really you should have uh, swapped with the South Island guy mate yeah yeah 
go down and do the office work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you come stay here. Well, I'm you. coming down again soon, so... Oh, you are? Yeah, I said I'll come down in March because uh, we've got a couple of days down there with new product training, so... Oh, yeah. Um, so he's going to fly us down and put us up for a few days and oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so that'll be yeah. good. I think I think it's going to be the end of March by the looks. Oh yeah, sweet. Well, that means we're going to end up drinking beer then. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll have to stop between now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what we get like. Should try and get him to make it like a Thursday, Friday or something, and then I'll stay Friday night at your place and get him to fly me back a day later. Yeah, yeah. Well, just he seems like the kind of guy that would do that. Yeah, he does. He's pretty cool, though. He's pretty yeah. relaxed about the whole thing. So, as long as you do your work and you do a good job, which yeah, well, that's it. Supposedly, he reckons I'm doing a good job so far, so it's good. Oh, well, you, yeah, we're well, still employed, so that's a bonus. Yeah, I haven't been fired yet, so. <laughs> I found this post online, and I, I found it quite interesting. It says, yeah. don't put water on a grease fire. Don't mess with a garage spring. You know, the springs on the doors, because those things are under yeah. a lot of pressure. Yep, and it says, are. what are some more potentially life-saving tips? And I thought, this is actually quite cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a few I'm interesting ones. a match ones. if you can smell gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, this one here says, uh, this is something that we're told a lot in Indonesia. If your tyre suddenly goes flat in a place with no one around, keep driving. Screw yep. your rims until you've found some place that you know is safe. Yeah, otherwise, there's probably someone there who's ready to pinch your car for you. <laughs> yeah, or politely taking off you. your hands. <laughs> uh, this one here says, don't fuck with electricity that hums. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Not a truer yeah. word spoken. Uh, this one's quite serious. Drowning is often quiet and not splashy. Don't assume that someone is okay just because they're not yelling for help or waving their arms. Yeah. Hmm. True, true. A green light for you does not mean that a magic impenetrable wall has suddenly appeared for the cross traffic. Yeah, yeah, mate. Honestly, I'm dealing with a lot more traffic lights now with my job and, you know, being in the city and and I always look, eh, because you just see those horror videos online of people that Mm. just go green light and they drive out and get smoked by a truck or something, eh? Yeah, that's right. It's just like, I'm just like, nah, I'm going to look. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't take a green light for granted. A falling knife has no handle. If you drop a knife, do everything in your power to get your legs and feet out of the way. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you might end up with two toes on one foot. Uh, potentially, yeah. <laughs> um, this one here, you might relate to this because you're a surfer. Uh, riptides are dangerous even when they don't look like they are. If you get caught in one, swim alongside the shore or parallel with the shore to get back, not straight ahead. Yep. You mean, have you watched that PR Rescue? Uh, not PR Rescue. Um, Bondi Rescue. Yeah, the kids are watching it tonight. Oh, yeah, and the amount of guys that try and swim back against those rips, eh? Oh. Hey? Like, I've taught my kids, like, I've dealt with heaps of them you know, yeah, being yeah. a surfer, but um, you just say, just even if the worst case scenario, just let yourself float out to the back. Yeah, exactly. Just lie on the rip and let it take you out, because once you're out the back, you just swim across to the side and catch and catch a wave in or swim in. Yeah, exactly, because the, r- the rips are only so long. Um, yeah. And, yeah, don't panic. Don't use up all your energy either. Um, yeah. When visiting Alaska or Canada, never approach a moose. They are not big cows and will fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) And they're freaking massive things too. Have you seen them up close? Oh, mate. They're like bigger than cars, those things. Yeah, yeah. They're freaking monsters of things. Yeah, I wouldn't go near one. Uh, There's a lot of videos (laughs) online, actually, uh, of... What do you you call a singular moose? I suppose moose is moose, right? It's not mooses or meese, is it? Um, You see videos of moose-eye. Mooses? (laughs) Mooses. Uh, And they are very angry big cows. 
Um, <laughs> this one here says, I don't care how safe you're being, if your gun is unloaded or if the safety is on, never fucking point a gun at another person as a joke because no. you can't, it's just a prank, bro, out of murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> that's not a good defence in a murder trial. No, no. Be careful around firearms, that's for sure. Mm. <laughs> If you're near the ocean and you see the water suddenly recede, run. <laughs> Don't run down and try and pick up the fish that are left behind or the crayfish jammed in the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, yeah, we had an earthquake up here the other day. Yeah, I so actually felt it. Back in, was it in Teotihuacan, wasn't it? Yeah, like a five or whatever it was. It wasn't huge, but it was quite shallow. But it was like two o'clock in the morning and I must have just woken up before it hit because I actually heard this rumbling sound. It sounded like a truck coming. Oh, wow. And the whole house went, oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's quite scary and oh, powerful there. Coming from the point of view of a firefighter, clean the lint trap of your dryer. Yeah, yeah, man. It's amazing how much lint comes out of one load from your dryer. Yeah. Like a big handful of the stuff, eh? And the shit can catch on fire if it's not emptied. And I always think, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't usually dry my clothes in the dryer that much, but it's been pissing down a lot lately, so we've been doing it in the dryer. You think, where the hell did that lint come from? You can almost make a new garment out of what's left. You can collect it. And I reckon within like six months, you'd have enough to make your own pillow. <laughs> you actually could. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's so gross, but it would be... Oh. <laughs> yeah, your multicoloured, stinky new garment. Um, <laughs> I've done this one a couple of times, and you feel dumb after you do it, but a wet oven glove will be a scalding oven glove. Have you ever done that? Yep. You had to pick something up and the heat come through and think, ooh, that's rather rather warm. Man. Yes, that's rather warm. <laughs> if something falls down the incinerator, make sure you switch it off at the wall before you stick your fingers in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any repair job that involves take off the cover of the electrical panel is not for you. <laughs> Do your own electrical work. Yeah. Have you ever heard that song? No, I can't dumb say I Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to oh, die. Oh, yes, I have. I have heard that. That was a brilliant day when it came out. Yeah, when you, when you came in with the chorus there, I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> it was a railway crossing safety video, eh, from Australia, I think. I think it may have yeah, been, we, yeah. Holy yeah, shit, that's viral. an old video, man. Yeah, it was coming out probably 12 years ago. Don't try to repair your own microwave. <laughs> you can imagine that walk past and it fries your brain on the way past. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I suppose, yeah, you fixed your uh, dishwasher, eh? Was it your dishwasher? Yeah, t- I fixed it twice, the yeah. damn thing. That's all you didn't really yep. fix it then, did you? <laughs> well, it was different problems every time. Uh, but then in the finish, it decided to really shit itself, so we threw it out and got a new one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably the furthest you should go with fi- uh, fixing uh, kitchen appliances, so leave the microwave yeah. alone. Have you ever seen the movie, movie um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yeah, that was on TV last Christmas. This Christmas just gone, actually. Oh, was it? Is that oh, when he's putting all the Christmas lights up on his uh, house? Yeah, I think it's that one or Europe or one of the National Lampoon's Vacation or something, and he's talking to his brother. Have you seen that bit? And he's like... You remember that metal plate I had in my head? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I had it replaced with a plastic one because every time my wife turned on the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for half an hour. <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember that scene. Yeah. I don't remember that scene. <laughs> That's funny. I'll tell you what, I'll leave, I'll leave it with this. If your brake pedal makes you go faster, try the other pedal. <laughs> There's a lot. 
there's probably a lot of old people around that should take that advice, advice on. Eh? <laughs> Usually the ones you see their little car wedged in the front window of a shop and it wasn't a ram raid, it was just, I pushed the wrong brake pedal down. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, do you want to yeah. do some dad jokes? I've got a couple. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. All right, do you want me to start? Oh, yeah, if you want. Yeah, I'm, I'm prepared this time. Let me, let me see if my camera's going to start working again. All right. Uh, oh, sorry about that. Dude. God, I keep burping. <laughs> I can smell it from here. <laughs> it smells like... Have you had nachos? Yeah, no, I had nachos. <laughs> okay. I can't remember why I love boomerangs, but it'll come back to me. <laughs> oh, that's good. What did the fried rice say to the shrimp? I don't know. Don't walk away from me. (laughs) (laughs) My wife tells me I've got two major faults, right? One, I don't listen, and something else. (laughs) What did the evil chicken lay? I don't know. Deviled eggs. (laughs) (laughs) In the 80s and 90s, I was so addicted to rap that I would hang posters of my favourite artists all over my room. One day, I was getting ready to hang yet another poster. I marked the perfect spot on the wall, I picked up a nail, and then thought to myself, stop, hammer time. (laughs) (laughs) How do you find a blind man at a nudist beach? Oh, would he he be the one without the erection? (laughs) (laughs) It isn't hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Did you know that one spelling mistake can completely ruin your marriage? I accidentally texted my wife, I'm having a wonderful time. I wish you were her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that one. That's good. I mean, here, here, I mean, here. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't Han Solo enjoy his steak? I don't know. Because it was chewy. Actually, this has been in the news lately. You know how America took down that Chinese uh, spy balloon? Yeah. Good to see Joe Biden fighting inflation. (laughs) 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 Uh, Thank you very much. What invention allows you to see through walls? I don't know. Windows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a duck. Oh, that was good. Oh, shit. We'll leave it there. <laughs> he just dag joked your way out of a dad joke off of there. <laughs> yeah. Loved that one. That, that was, was a good. good one. A good one. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Jeez, man. I'll tell you what. Contrasting weather, right? With you guys having such shit weather up there. And down here, we're like mid-30s and not a cloud in the sky. This little room that I'm in right now is like a fucking sauna. Is it? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, you guys had, I think it was somewhere down there's only had like four millimetres of rain. Yeah, I know. We had rain in the forecast the other night and it did actually start raining. Um, what are we now? Monday. It was Saturday. It was raining on Saturday night. It, it pissed down for probably ooh, 10 minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, it was, it was a fair amount of rain all of a sudden. So the forecast was pretty right. And then, um, popped outside probably half an hour after the rain stopped and you couldn't even tell it had been raining <laughs> tell you what the rain we had here the other night mate un-frickin- I, I've that night Auckland got flooded yeah 
um, it was raining here. We had, I don't know, it must have been about 40 mils, and now they had like 70-something up there or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, Aaron and I ran down to the garage because I could see water coming out under the garage door, so we had a little bit of a flood coming down through underneath the dirt part of the house. Oh, yeah. So I managed to just move some stuff and just let it run out through there. It was all right. But while we were in the garage, a lightning bolt come down and hit the fence probably about, oh, it must have been about 500, maybe maybe a kilometre away from our house. Like there's a fence down in Paraguay. And it hit the fence, and I, I had turned around and was looking out the garage door as it did it, and it was this blinding white flash and an instant explosion. There was zero, there was no delay whatsoever, and it just about blew me off my feet. It was that oh, loud. Did the fire siren incredible. go up after that? Did it? Yeah. It, I think it had been going constantly because there's, there's, you know, people's garages getting flooded and bits and pieces are running around doing. But yeah, and then but it popped up on Facebook only about twenty minutes later that. It hit a guy's fence down in Paraguay, and it was a, and there was a concrete pillar. Mm. That must have had steel rods running down inside it, and the lightning went down through it and just blew the concrete oh, apart on the post. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Yeah, there's a picture of it on Facebook. I was like, ooh, imagine if you were out standing next to the fence when that happened. Oh shit, yeah. Would you be around to tell the story? Would you be possibly not pulling pieces <laughs> of concrete out of your skin? <laughs> Far out. Yeah, yeah. I, that was a good one. Yeah, I can't actually say that I've uh, taken any phone calls at work yet uh, from people that have been hit by lightning or electrocuted because we have a yeah. we have a specific um, chief complaint for that. So if someone rings us, then we know what you know what avenue we can go down. But that's one of the yeah. ones I haven't had in the f- almost five months I've been there now. So luckily, I guess at the end of the day, it's probably pretty rare. Yeah, like, well, I mean, it's lucky, really. It's uh, there's not many people out there that are being silly with electricity, I suppose. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. So it's all going pretty good. Your new job. Yeah, not stressing it's... out too much. Oh, I... like you have your moments, eh? Like it's it's not so much stressed about the the job itself. It's uh, in some cases you're, you're talking to uh, people who are not really helping themselves. That's probably all I can say. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But you, you certainly meet a very mixed uh, type of New Zealander. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it nicely. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, though, we're there to help them, and we'll just do the best we can with them. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's definitely uh, something else. But you know, I'm trying to trying to go to the gym a lot more now. You know, because of the yeah. the non physical side of the job, and I'm a bit sore today. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, Just have to cut out the beer drinking, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, luckily though, I have sort of pulled back on it a little bit um, yeah. because I'm just too tired to bother. Yeah. Um, yep. And I yeah, don't... I'm getting a bit like that with my job, eh? It's just yeah. long hours and stuff, so... Yeah, and I can't be going to work hungover. Um, no. Nah. You know, it's just not worth it. And here's the thing as well is that, you know, there's obviously a, a big need for the fire volunteers in our town to be able to turn out. And I don't want to be sort of listening to the siren going off after a couple of beers going, damn it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you don't want to ruin your chances of getting out on the calls. And no, exactly. Especially as uh, they're a bit short of drivers. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm pretty close. So I'm generally uh, driving more these days than sitting in the back seat. In fact, I went to a call out where I was in the back seat the other week, and it felt weird. 
felt, it <laughs> felt really strange. I was like, what the fuck? What do, what do I do again? <laughs> Sit there and enjoy the ride, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was a strange uh, thing after driving for so long. But that's the thing, though. I mean, it's just the evolution of being a firefighter. Generally, if you're a driver and you live close by, you're generally always going to end up doing it. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy yeah. it. I'm not complaining in any way. But, uh, yeah, just uh, adds to the fun. You just don't know which seat you're going to get. <laughs> anyway, mate, I'm getting very hot here, so I'm probably going to split. Yep. I'll leave you with this, actually. There's a little meme that I found recently, and I thought it's down to a T. When was the last time you were summoned for jury duty? Never. Okay. <laughs> Mine was a few yeah. years ago, so, like yeah. many, many years ago, luckily. I don't want to tempt fate by talking about it. But this meme here, it says jury duty is a wild concept. Whenever the government wants, they can just be like, ah, just call off work. We need you to solve a murder. Here's 15 bucks. (laughs) 15 bucks. (laughs) Because they pay you shit to do jury duty. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've never never been called up. Oh, well, fingers crossed. Your sister did the other day. She got called up for it, but they had to go through like a big process of... They do of being weeded out I guess and mm. she she had right at the very last thing she got weeded out so she was just like phew yeah well that's <laughs> it the last time I did jury duty was uh, almost 20 years ago I'd say and I did I got challenged and challenge is the word they use for it because like you sort of walk through the centre of the court towards the dock if you like yeah. and it's the accused's lawyer that will say challenge accused it may have changed but that's how it was and they and they're actually judging you they're literally looking at you going oh yeah and i took it as a compliment actually that i was challenged because they must have thought i looked too intelligent <laughs> oh yeah. yeah obviously obviously they judge your looks right and if they, if they if they sort of look at you and think oh yeah we'll get you on this jury because you look like you might be nice to my client then they'll let you in yeah yeah that was my biggest fear with it imagine if you got on there and it was like a mob boss <laughs> Or something, eh? And they're just like, everyone on the jury ends up getting whacked. <laughs> it's like, nah. Yeah. So, do you find the defendant, despite the fact the evidence points to a uh, a murder, do you find the defendant guilty or no? Oh, completely not guilty, no. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> let him go. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Good to catch up. Looks like my camera started working too, finally. Finally. Yep. Might be time for an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> or time for a beer. <laughs> Better not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm avoiding that, mate. I'm avoiding it like the plague at the moment. So. <laughs> All right, mate. We'll catch up next time. Okay. See you. See you later. Training.